Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, crafting, creativity, with a dash of garden, chatting about current interests, and life in my northern town. You can find show notes at mycreativecorner3.com. You can also find all of my social media, how to purchase a virtual cup of coffee, and all events on the website. Please feel free to stop by and leave a comment. I really appreciate everyone who listens. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome to the podcast. Hello everyone. Merry Christmas. It is Christmas Eve, December 2022. We are in the middle of Storm Elliot or Blizzard 2022. And that seems to be the uppermost in my mind since we have been what my grandma used to say hunkered down for three days, not going anywhere and riding it out. The good news is we have not lost power because I don't have a wood stove or any way to keep my house warm other than ingenuity. (laughs) Um, If one was to lose power in a very cold snow, our temperatures are cool at 15 degrees, but you know, with the wind chills, it's probably zero. We've had high winds since Thursday night with very strong gusts in a blizzard condition, according to the National Weather Service, is anything over 35 miles an hour. We have had that for days. Yeah, I looked out the window this morning and we have over two feet of snow with blowing and drifting snow that is waist deep for my husband. Um, He hasn't gone out yet. We're waiting for the wind to die down. They've pulled the plow trucks off the road since last night. Most roads are pretty impassable. They've asked most states, most counties in the state to, to, to not be open, quote unquote. Don't, don't leave unless you have to. Um, however, I just called the pharmacy about medication and they're open today. Uh, wow. I just feel bad. Those people actually, you know, had to go to work. However, it's life and death, right? For a lot of people to get their medicine. And I, take my hat off to all of the people that do have to work. They are the people who are the lifelines to us surviving, right? The snowplow drivers, the first responders, the doctors and nurses, especially in the hospital settings, in 24-hour care settings. Um, If it weren't for you, people wouldn't be making it. And I also want to take my hat off to people who work in social work and people who work with the homeless. I mean, this is a terrible time of the year to not have a place to go. And all of those who have opened up shelters for those to survive. That's really what's been upmost on my mind for the last couple days is survival. Believe me, we went to Meyer on Wednesday night. So there is a Venn diagram going around. And if you don't remember what a Venn diagram it is, is where circles intersect. So it's two circles. One circle is a blizzard is coming. The other circle is mire. 
Now, Meyer is our local regional grocer. It's a big box store in a lot of communities that competes with Walmart. And that's where a lot of people go. And that's where I do primarily do a lot of my shopping. Where the two circles interlap, you know, overlap, um, intersect is what I was trying to say. And overlap, it says um, you're in hell. Because if you're in Meyer shopping or as a blizzard is coming. Oh my gosh, it's horrible. There are no shopping carts um, and, and, and it's right before Christmas, you know. So everyone was trying to get their last minute shopping done. Everybody was buying food. There was no bread on the shelves, no milk in the case. There was probably not any toilet paper because I didn't look. I had been to Costco. So we didn't need a full grocery shop. We just got what we needed. I got water in case we lost power. We got propane for our gas grill, which we could cook in a sheltered area if we lost power. And we are hoping to grill steaks that we bought, these fabulous New York strips at Costco for Christmas. And, you know, essential things and a few little stocking stuffers that I wanted to put in for our family that we may or may not be able to get together. We're hoping Monday. We all have Monday off. We'll see if the roads are passable and if it's safe. If not, we'll wait a week. See, that's the thing. Um, everyone was really um, going, oh, they're just over forecasting this because it's basically the whole country that's being affected by cold weather and high winds. Yes, they're over forecasting Maybe. Well, I, the, this is pr pretty right on for us. Um, two feet of snow is nothing to sneeze at, even in northern Michigan. We haven't seen snow like this in decades. I haven't seen waist-deep drifts in the driveway here for years. And people are still going to try to travel. No, don't do it. Just stay home. The real meaning of Christmas comes to me, actually, in the still, quiet introspective moments outside of the hustle and bustle of gathering and gift giving, even though that is very, very, very fun. Believe me, I love Christmas and holidays, however you celebrate it. But where I get more um, deeply affected is by knowing that I didn't over commercialism myself. Is that a word? Do you know what I mean? The over the over gift giving, the buying too much and spending more than what you have. We had to scale back. Um, my husband's not been working as much. He is working and we'll be fine. But you can't go over the top. And it's not my job to give my grandchildren a U-Haul full of gifts, right? It's it's we did one very fun gift that I think they will like. And then everybody else is getting gift cards so they can put it toward what they really need. Do you need money to buy Christmas dinner? Do you need money to pay your electric bill? Um, and everybody else got a small gift basket because I thought food is always something in a year of inflation that the family could use. Um, what I found really, really significant to me is on winter solstice and I whatever your religion is um this this is just something I take away from a lot of the things I read on the internet about um solstice you know 
I look at it as a scientific date, but it also has been a place of pause for me for many, many years. And I want to pull up a beautiful quote that I read because I think this is carrying me through this storm and preparing my inner being, my heart, my soul for the holiday season and getting through the winter. Okay, this is a quote that was written by Carrie J. White. And I saw it on Facebook under Multidimensional Quantum Healing. Whatever her website is about, I'm not sure, but I absolutely loved this. We are entering the solstice and now we are past it. But during the solstice, she wrote, The great stillness before the sun's strength builds. It can be a time to rest and reflect. In Latin, solstice is made of two words, sol, meaning the sun, and sister, meaning to make stand. The solstice one is the most power, one of the most powerful points of the year as the axis of the earth pauses and shifts and moves in the opposite direction. For three days around the solstice points, we experience the power of the standstill point in shift of direction. The sun standing still is a powerful metaphor for the energy available to us at solstice to change the direction of our lives with intention and build on this energy as we enter into the new year. After experiencing the longest night and the darkest day in the Northern Hemisphere, or the longest day, shortest night in the Southern Hemisphere, it alters. The nights grow shorter and the days grow brighter until the next solstice. For today, let yourself rest in the peace of darkness, knowing the changing of the season and the return of brighter days is ahead. To be reminded you are always connected to source and your inner light never dims. Don't pressure yourself to make changes right now or be in action of the world. Let the energies of new life and inspiration build slowly within you. Within the next few months, you'll be bursting with new energy and ideas. It is the nature of things, the cycles and rhythm of personal growth and change as you consistently nurture yourself with compassion, allowing for rest, reflection, and great joy will be your harvest in 2023. With love, always, Carrie J. White. I thought that was beautiful because, especially where I live, this is the darkest time of the year. Even though solstice happened and the night was exceptionally long and dark, it was dark by five o'clock, pitch black by 530. And it was a very long night. And for years, I have done huge, which is bringing in candles and light and warmth and coziness to help celebrate the light and also to celebrate the time of hibernation and working in my house and getting ready for spring. It takes me all winter because we have a very long winter here. And it's the time when I do work on these goals for the next year. And this week between solstice, Christmas, New Year's is that time where I feel like everything is still for a week. A time of gathering the energy and preparing a plan that will slowly pick up 
steam as the year goes by. And I've been making those plans. And I'll share more of those in January. But right now it is the planning stage. And right now it is the reflection stage of 2022. And I have to say that in the last month, I am incredibly thankful that I am feeling better and doing more. And so as I pause and reflect on this time of making, um, really, it's looking at what hasn't served me anymore in the last year. What are my dreams for the next year? And how do I want to approach it? And it's going to be a day at a time thing. And there's a lot of things that every year you have to look at. What isn't serving me? A lot of it is just telling myself I can't do it. Or maybe I really got discouraged with this is your new normal after having COVID. But there is going to be some improvement, I think, in the next six months in my physical health. And as I feel better, then I think I will be able to do more and keep working my rehab program. And that's going to be another huge thing about survival. So is taking care of food, clothing, shelter, and my basic physical needs in that order. So what have I been doing over the last few weeks since I talked to you last? Well, I went to Indianapolis to watch University of Michigan play Purdue in the Big Ten final championships, not national championship, but the Big Ten championship. And I was so happy Michigan won. It was a very long trip with a lot of walking and I did it. It was so, so great to feel that I can get out and walk and I can do things. I also went to a um, concert, Night Ranger and Loverboy, the week after, and I felt great. However, probably about the time I went to the national championship, I got the flu, the respiratory kind. And I had to take a lot of medicine. I missed a couple days of work. And I'll be honest, I got through it. And I was really, really glad I was able to get through the flu, one of the flu bugs of the season, according to my doctor. And um, I still feel great. It wasn't a huge physical setback. Um, So that felt really, really good. And that trip, we did all the things. I mean, we ate at Chick-fil-A. We had a great meal out. We had a wonderful wonderful hotel. And then the next weekend, we did the same thing when we went to the concert. And pretty much those experiences are the Christmas and birthday gifts that we give each other. So my husband and I have not purchased any gifts for each other, because we like to do these kinds of experiences and go places and do things. And quite honestly, we are um, planning Um, our vacation, probably a spring break vacation to go see the grandkids. And um, what else is going to happen? Not really sure yet. Um, I'm planning another vacation in July, just myself to go see the grandkids. And then I'm planning a week off in September around Grand Rapids Quilt Show. So those are my some of my plans. If I can pull it off um, in my budget, um, that's what's going to happen. 
And I've been saving, saving, saving. <laughs> so I'm hoping it will all come to fruition. Um, let's talk about the our creative souls part, where my sister and I um, talk and share each other's inspiration and encouragement for working on crafting projects. I made a wreath, and I talked about that last time, and my sister gave us all her lovely hand-knitted hats. We had a family gathering um, the 18th of December at my brother's house, and I'll have to say, my brother is very creative also. He doesn't think he is, but he and his son are. They set the most beautiful picture-perfect Christmas dinner table. And we had the best time. And my sister, during the gift exchange, gave us all of her handmade hats. And I got the purple heather um, with a pom-pom on top, the furry pom-pom. And she did such a beautiful job making those. Oh, yes, you can hear my music from my video that I made on TikTok with the table. But all of our family is very creative. So let me give you a little bit of a verbal picture, a Christmas magic over the dinner table that my brother and his son, an adult, they set. It was set banquet style. There's lots of probably folding tables with a beautiful white tablecloth. All of the chairs around are folding chairs with beautiful slip covers overneath over top of them the christmas tree with its white twinkling lights are on and in the big open dining living room is this huge banquet table they brought in their sculptures from the garden for overwintering and they are um, classical statues that look like um, greek gods and they're beautiful and they have big plants all around the room. And the table down the middle is set with lights that are surrounded by garland and red and gold Christmas bulbs that are exceptionally sparkling with large candelabras that are in silver. The tapers are very tall and bottle brush trees are in the center. And surrounding the bottle brush tree is the end scale, very tiny railroad that my brother and my dad built during our childhood. And then my brother built that train with his son. And it goes around and around all of the bottle brush trees. Oh, it, it was just magical. And on each beautiful place setting is a huge Christmas cracker filled with a Christmas tree napkin that was cloth napkins folded like Christmas trees, crystal wine glasses and water goblets, and funny, funny eyeglasses that you could put on that say Merry Christmas or have funny snowmen. So while we were waiting and eating appetizers, we all did our Christmas crackers, and in the Christmas cracker is a number. And based on the number, you got to go up to the tree and you could get a cute little gift or a not so cute little gift. 
<clears throat> and so a couple of guests were missing. So I got two gifts. Um, we had lots of fun taking pictures with our funny glasses and having Christmas crackers and jokes. So I got a fortune telling fish in my Christmas cracker. You put the fish on your hand and if the head moves, it means one thing. If the whole fish curls up, it's just nothing but a piece of red cling film. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. I also got a temper tantrum paper um tablet and you could check off I'm feeling grouchy because check and then you could write why and what I need you to do and I can pass them out some people got little scratch off lottery tickets others got cute little um funny cracker jack style gifts and whistles and things like that but the funniest not so good joke is my dad and I both got not so cute ones. My dad's was a wrapped Christmas box full of plastic cockroaches and mine was flies. And um, we switched a couple. So I have a cockroach and the flies and I took them to work so I can hand them to kids who think they're funny. Um, it was just a very magical, it almost felt like I was sitting at Harry Potter's um, Christmas banquet. It was just beautiful. They do a good job. My sister's been working very hard at um, painting and renovating her house. She had her whole downstairs rewired and a new electrical box and things like that. So that means that they're put new drywall insulation. And so that's where all of her creative energy is now, as well as reconfiguring her kitchen and dining room area with all of this rewiring. It's looking great. And when she gets it done, we'll share some pictures. And she's been working very, very hard. She works at a national car parts store um, full time and she does deliveries and inventory and she's doing incredibly well. Um, her rheumatoid arthritis has been pretty well managed, but it flares up from time to time and her rheumatologist and her are working on different medication. So that is um, the Our Creative Souls part. So I've been wearing my hand, well, it's hand knitted with a machine, the hat, and thinking of, of my family and what a great time we had exchanging gifts. So what have I been working on in the last month? Well, I am all caught up with Socialites Two. That is a sew along that Fat Quarter Shop is doing. And they have a new block every week, except for the holidays. Each week is a different designer. And some of these blocks, I am not going to lie, they are hard. <laughs> it's, it's not Dear Jane hard, but they're not easy beginner blocks. And I'll have to say the challenge has been wonderful for the neurological recovery of my brain. I had literally felt like I had to relearn how to read patterns and how to quilt again. And with the lovely videos that Kimberly Jolly does of Fat Quarter Shop every week when these blocks come out, she shows how to make these blocks. In For two weeks, she's had the flu herself and coughing and she's been sick, but she showed people how to make the blocks, how to put them together, how to make choices of color. And I feel like my brain is firing on more cylinders, not all cylinders, but more cylinders now. So the block this week was called Interwoven and it is beautiful. It is a large, not large, because I picked the six and a half inch blocks, but it's larger pieces. But the very center 
It looks like each point of the star is a ribbon that is woven. I thought this block, I may try later in the year of supersizing it and making it like a wall hanging. It is so, so pretty. Um, you'd have to go to Social Lights too to know who the designer is who's made this, but these interwoven patterns seem to be her trademark. And I've been using scraps and using up my Fairy Dust Ombre by VN Company and throwing in other scraps from my stash for socialites too. So we have eight blocks and it's going to be a block a week until 24. Now, if you've been waffling about jumping on, you could jump on anytime. It's free. They still have last year's socialites one um, posted. If you want to go through and get a whole bunch of free patterns for a great sampler, you could do that. And if you wanted to jump in for social lights too and catch up and you can look at all of the videos that Fat Quarter Shop has done on how to sew them, I would recommend it because these are some advanced techniques. You can use some of um, paper piecing pads that um, that quarter shop has to help you, but you don't need them. It's not required, but it could make your life easier. I have a few, but mostly what Kimberly Jolly using is using is um, like triangles on a roll, which I have a couple in my stash in a flying geese pad, which I don't, but I am considering the per the probability of purchasing them if I were to have a lot of flying geese for a specific quilt. So I'm caught up on that. So then I thought, what am I doing while I'm snowed in? Well, I dug out the granny square um, quilt along that I started last summer. I had to put it away because of COVID. I just couldn't figure out how to sew it. It was it felt too hard. After doing the socialites, I got it out, read the Lori Holt pattern again. I purchased that one and it came together. I did a block yesterday. And so I have 14 of the 20 blocks done for that quilt. And I hope to get that quilt put together this winter. That is about all of the quilting that I've been doing. So the other thing that I have been doing that I probably should have put in the Our, Our Creative Souls segment is I'm working on my Christmas cross stitch. Now it is a pattern that looks like a Quaker inspired Christmas tree. And it's all only two colors. And the majority of this is a beautiful dusty green color. It's called Merry Christmas Wishes. And I think it's Kathy Berrien who made the pattern. It's a really pretty one on Fat Quarter Shop. And it's got a lot of Quaker inspired repeated motifs. And it says 1816 on it, but I'm probably going to put 2022 on the top. And it's just really, really pretty. The problem is I ran out of green. I'm getting to like, I might have one more motif in the floss I have left. So I ordered more, way more than I thought I needed. And I have enough of the gold. So I could work on sections of the cross stitch that are gold while I wait for the floss to come. And with this blizzard, I don't think we're gonna be getting our packages until sometime next week. But I ordered more floss 
for a temperature cross stitch that I'm going to be doing starting in January. Yes, it's going to be the high temperatures of the day and it's 360 five days of the year are all represented on this little cross stitch. I saw the inspiration on Pinterest and I will talk more about that in January. As I wait for the floss to come, I'm going to build my own um, chart. You can buy, you know, buy, you can find charts. Um, in fact, cro oh, cross stitch, fat quarter shop has a pretty heart shaped temperature quilt quilt temperature cross stitch I'm struggling here and it's uh, got little pluses inside the heart for each day of the year um it, it's very pretty but kind of not my style I'm going to do half square triangles in a big square and I've seen that on Pinterest and I, what I'm going to do is take the idea and I've seen some charts floating around the internet where I can assign the floss colors from a a floss pack that I ordered on Fat Quarter Shop to the temperature ranges and hopefully I'll have all colors represented on my floss chart and it will be a stitchy record. Now if you remember a few years ago I did a hexagon temperature quilt and I stopped in August because we were really boring that year. The The hexes were all blue or orange. It was very cold or very hot. <laughs> I think it's going to be different this year. I think all colors could be represented. The other part is I picked a lot more colors with the floss to make it more interesting and I can pick um, tighter ranges like instead of 10 degrees maybe 5 degrees or however I choose to do it. I'm still planning you know it's gonna be kind of ad lib as I go <laughs> as most things in my life can be. So those are the things I have been working on. I haven't done any more ornaments. I've bought things to make uh, Christmas ornaments and I thought you know what they'll go in my archive. Maybe I'll stitch up some little cross stitch things to go on the ornament projects I've bought. I have some really cute frames um, and shadow boxes and I might do some really cool um, stitching or even cricket projects in over the winter. Uh, lots of lots of things. There is never a dull moment in this house. Even when you are snowed in, you have opportunity. I have so many opportunities in my stash of stuff to make about enough things for a year. You know, I'm investing for my retirement in seven to ten years. <laughs> Oh, how funny. And my other goal for this year is to bust this stash that I have. And it is um, a little bit of a stash of both fabric as well as crafty projects and supplies and trying not to overbuy and use up what I have. Um, that's kind of really my whole thing, right? I'm trying to really use up, recycle, upcycle. And um, the other thing that I saw this year was um, one of my husband's friends recycles, upcycles hats from sweaters. And I contacted him and I found a couple of videos on YouTube. And I said, is this how you make your hats? Because I want to make several out of old sweaters that I have here at the house and donate them to homeless people, which is exactly what he does. 
And he said, yes. Yeah. So you can look up on YouTube any any method of upcycling sweaters by cutting them and sewing them back together. And um, yeah, I'm going to make several of them. Use up the sweaters that I have that are going to be donated. And I thought they're kind of out of style, but wouldn't it be great to make some really cool hats? You could even make some cool elf type hats out of the sleeves if you have a great sweater. So I'm going to be doing some of that also in this next year. Now, I want to say I kind of been plugging away a row or two at a time on my knit wrap that I started last year. And um, I use straight needles when I should have bought circulars, but I'm going to get it done. And the other thing that's super fun that I've been doing is I bought a tear tray and the tear tray fits in a Amish made basket on the top Lazy Susan that spins. Now my brother and his nephew made Lazy Susans and so I could really stack it up and put that Lazy Susan on the larger Lazy Susan that he made for a centerpiece and I can really make great seasonal decorations on my tear tray and it's going to be so fun to adopt some of their beautiful um decorating ideas for tables. My table is never really ate at much. My sewing is on one end and my husband has some of his things on the other end. But I want to clear it off and possibly have Christmas dinner tomorrow uh, up to the table. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Now I also want to bring up, I bought pom-poms and I thought they would fit on my um, mushroom and pumpkin pillow that I cross-stitched and made into a pillow with an envelope style pillow on the back. I eventually decided that the pom-poms were too big and I am going to make a larger pillow and I have two different kinds of pom-poms. A real smooth, tight, fluffy pom-pom and a larger shaggy looking pom-pom that are in cream color. That will go on a couple of pillows in the future. I also bought some large cream, well, it's probably medium-sized zigzag rickrack. There we go, to go on a pillow. Now, the other thing that I wanted to get some advice on from my listeners is my sister got me um, also a UV nail light and some gel nail polishes because she knows how much I like to do my nails and my nails have been doing very poorly over the last year. Your hair and nails take a hit when you get sick. She got me um, SK nail stuff and I'm going to say I love it. Using that UV lamp dries and cures the gel polish in the top coat and Bates coat really well. My broken thumbnail that I split all the way to the nail bed a year ago was doing really well until I, I, I used my nail, my thumb to do some things like unwrapping things and it cracked a bit at the top. So I think this is holding it together. I did put a super glue patch myself uh, on the split and I'm thinking it's going to heal it. I'm not really good at applying the nail polish yet, but I'm going to practice and I want to buy some glittery 
nail polish, the gel base kind that you put under the UV light. Does anybody have any good recommendations? I am cheap and so my sister and I are frugal so we don't want to pay a nail tech to do all these things. Now my niece, my daughter, my my sister's daughter, there we go, she is an artist and does her own nails and makes fabulous, absolutely fabulous nails. But she lives down by my sister three hours away. So one day I may go down there and just spend a day with her and have her do some really cool things on my nails. But I need to grow them out and get them in better shape. So I'm looking for recommendations for gel polish that is sparkly. Well, I think that brings us to the conclusion of today's podcast. And I just want to say, um, wish my husband luck. Um, the drifts in the driveway, no joke, are waist deep. And um, the snowblower we have is really big. And so I'll take video. If you want to look at my documented videos and pictures on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok, um, V Holloway, V Holloway 12345 on TikTok, um, you'll find me. And I'll put a couple of links. I'm just laughing because I'm like, I can't wait to video this. Um, I don't know how we're going to get our truck out. My car is still at the body shop, all fixed, waiting for the two headlights that are back ordered. It could be months. Um, I'm kind of depressed about that because I might have to buy another car, a third car, before this car is ready. I want a Mini Cooper, but I didn't want to buy it until maybe next year, not this summer, but like 2024 and have a, the Epic road trip car. But I may be buying an Epic uh, drive myself back and forth to work car. Right now I'm getting up at six o'clock in the morning, taking my husband to work. He has to be there by 630. He's been taking a cab home. Um, we have a taxi service instead of Uber here, which isn't too bad. Of a, It's $7 a ride, which is cheaper than a car. But it's really mighty inconvenient not having your own car. I'm very spoiled and I'm very privileged. I know um, that I can afford, we can afford two cars. But I really miss my car. I really miss it. And when we have these terrible snowstorms, we have to be so careful because if we wreck the one car we have, we may not be able to get it fixed because, you know, supply chain issues are still a massive problem. So, yeah, anyway, that's where I'm at with my car. I just thought I'd give you a, a little update on that. But I want to say if you have supported the podcast over the last month, thank you. I want to especially thank Diane, Barb, Gail, and I cannot emphasize enough how much your support through buying me virtual cups of coffee has been very, very helpful. Now I'm, I'm missing somebody. One moment, please. Yes, Diane, Gail, and Barbara have been very faithful in supporting me through Kofi. Um, Mary has also supported me in November. Thank you all very, very much. And one of those gifts was specifically for me to purchase the book I've been wanting to buy, and I purchased it and got it before Christmas. Thank you so much, Barb. That is the Scrappiness is Happiness book by Lori Holt. 
Oh my goodness, that is my next year, 2023 quilt sewing. Yes, there's so many beautiful things in that. And it's designed to use up your scraps. Love the book. And thank you, thank you so much for your support. I was able, through everybody's support this year, to host the podcast, my website, and purchase all of the necessary equipment and programs that I needed through support like like the listeners that I have um, mentioned. So thank you all. And if you would like to buy me a virtual cup of coffee, there is a link to Kofi via the blog. And I want to say thanks, everybody. Thanks for worrying about me while I've been sick twice, three times over the last year. I've gotten better through lots of lots of people giving me um, words of encouragement through email and comments. I'm still writing Saturday morning coffee on the blog once a week. And I really hope to kick off 2023 with some great videos for the YouTube channel, TikTok, as well as continuing all of the content on Instagram and Facebook. So everybody, I want to wish you the most peace, joy, and happiness that can be had through this holiday season. Merry Christmas, and I hope that you are able to celebrate it in whatever way you are led to celebrate. And if you're like me, and I'm snowed in at home, it it doesn't matter. The joy, the peace, the comfort and all of the happiness of the season is still here. Even if many of us are celebrating virtually, I am blessed that I still have internet. My satellite dish hasn't blown out and we have heat. So we're going to dig out uh, phase one, I think this afternoon, and hopefully the wind will die down. And if the roads are passable, be able to celebrate Christmas Monday with my son and his wife in the Grand Rapids area. But if not, we'll postpone it a week because that's what life is all about, is being flexible, but still sharing our love with each other. And I am looking at ways to try to give back. And I think I am going through all of my blankets and my friends are doing the same and donating to homeless um, shelters and outreach programs around. And they also, a lot of places like that, if you're interested in donating, they take monetary donations too. And I think I'm going to be supporting my local Salvation Army with several donations of things that we don't use anymore and that I want to purge this house of. Now, whether we get that to the Salvation Army this winter or more towards spring, we'll see. Well, the church bell is ringing and that means that I think that the end of the podcast is here. The winds are still blowing but I'm going to go and start preparing for uh, Christmas Eve here in our cozy little house. And maybe there's some college football on this afternoon, as well as a lot of lovely Christmas tradition movies that I enjoy watching. You have a happy, happy day. And may the new year bring you much peace and love. Take care, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Bye now.